Welcome to another episode of A Different Shade Podcast. I am your host, and it's a late night hosting. Oh, well, I mean, in reality, it's only 10.30 p.m., but once you're 30 years old, it feels like it's fucking 2 a.m. So, but uh, I'm doing a little late night recording. Uh, shout out to everybody that's out there. I hope you got something rolled up. Hope you got something to drink, um, but please do it responsibly. Be safe. Maybe stay within the safety of your home, you know, because you don't want to be too crazy out there um obviously i want to say uh you know uh just rest in peace to everybody that's uh that's that's lost their lives early you know earlier than expected we're just having non-stop issues throughout america right now um so i just want to get that part out the way but other than that you know i know that was a sad way to start off but you know hope everybody's doing all right uh you know just let's just kick back let's just enjoy this one uh this is like like i said this is a late night episode i'm recording this uh it's june 6th uh right now so you know let's uh let, let's let's have some fun let's maybe let's lighten some shit up you know what i mean um but uh, i hope everybody's doing all right hope i got my co-host with me uh which is buster my dog you know as you well know if you are consistently listening and if you are consistently listening i do want to apologize for the lack of uh content that has been coming your way uh you know it's uh, the way that i the, the, the way that i just uh try to approach this is very different from a lot of other podcasters so i apologize for that but don't worry don't worry it's it's in due time in due time um <clears throat> i believe we are on we are on episode i can't see i can't even keep count uh yeah we're on episode 11 the most recent recent episode uh titled game seven um which i'm pretty sure you can you know already attest as to what that was about or at least part of you know part of the conversation was about um so this is episode 11 two sticks like the number 11 shout out to buster rhymes when he battled that high school kid and uh used that bar i'll beat you with two sticks like the number 11 like that was just hard um <clears throat> so uh yeah but um man i've just been i've been chilling if you if you're wondering how i've been i've been just chilling just trying to you know, just trying to maintain uh, and whatnot, but you know, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some things. Uh, we can get sports out the way. I know I know how uh, some of my listeners uh, have have told me, um, hey, you know, like I love hearing you talk, but I skip your sports talk. So let me just quickly just get this out the way. So uh, right now in the NBA Finals, Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors. Um, the series is tied 1-1 um, the first game you know Warriors got that ass beat and then the second game Warriors handed the ass beating back to the Celtics um, this should be a great series and this one will probably go you know <laughs> this one will probably go an- another seven game series um, so we'll, we'll see we'll see uh, it's a great NBA Finals time is just a great time of the year for for people like me. I love watching. It's just the atmosphere, man. It's just you know pressure. You know legacies are usually on the line. You know uh, you're seeing players that probably never would ever get the opportunity to get a NBA championship that are now getting it. Um, a lot of veterans getting their just due. So you know, shout out to like guys like Al Horford, Big Al. Uh, you know, a gator for life, 
you know, Florida, stand up. Um, University of Florida specifically, not the state, because the state kind of is just ass. But, you know, that college produces a lot of great athletes, so shout out to them. Um, but yeah, man, uh, shoot, what, what, what do I got to talk about today? You know what? Um, let's just start off uh, with, with this, okay? We're going to start off with this. I hate you. I hate every single person that is overusing the word vibe, okay? I just, I, that just popped up on my phone, by the way. I apologize. It's some random ass sound. Um, I hate everybody that's overusing the word vibe. It's, it needs to stop. I actually was just having a conversation, uh, with, with, um, with somebody just earlier before I started recording this. Can we bring back, instead of like, Hey man, like that party was a vibe. Can we bring back like, hey man, you know it was a chill party. It was chill. Like, can we bring that back? Because when you guys say vibes, I don't know what vibes you're talking about. Because vibes can be anything. Vibes can be good. Vibes can be bad. Vibes can be sad. Vibes can be mad. Your vibes could be fucking up my vibes. So can we stop? And this actually kind of goes towards the women more so. Okay? Um, I, for example. Okay? Um, and it's funny because I thought of this before I saw this tweet from a homie of mine. Uh, shout out to Kligga uh, on Twitter. That's my guy. He's hilarious. He's got viral tweets, you know. And he's just an all-around, like, he's just a good dude. So, shout-out to my dude, Kligga. Um, But he said something that I was always thinking. If you, like, if I were to ask, right, a woman, hey, what is the reason a man should date you? Right? If she responds to you with, Oh, because I'm a whole vibe. Run. I want you to run and do not look back. Because that means she has no idea who she is at all. And you are not Dick Tracy. You do not need to help her find herself out. So run away from that whole ass vibe and find yourself a girl that doesn't use that as a personality. Like to to like that's your per- a vibe? That's not a personality, honey. Sorry. I'm a whole vibe. I don't know why these motherfuckers don't fuck with me. I'm a whole vibe. Girl, stop. This is a problem nowadays, man. We just overuse these terms, and 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 I see it more and more on social media where we just got we're using certain words, and it's just being overused. Um, obviously, I'm not speaking about the trolls because the trolls are just gonna do what trolls do, which is literally nothing. Because um, most of them are just pathetic human beings that just hate themselves, and they feel as though that the best way to express their pathetic loneliness is to you know 
be um, annoying online. So it's one thing to be like, you know, funny and maybe like edgy, right? But to just be annoying is not a cool thing. It's just, it just isn't. That just, you know, it's just like you're giving me net vibes. That's with a G in front of it. Net. You know how there's like that net at a barbecue that just won't leave you the hell alone? When all you're trying to do is flip these damn hot dogs and burgers and chicken on the grill. Right? And you just sitting there in your new balances. Just trying to enjoy your day. But this net is just fucking with you. That's what you trolls are like. You're a net. So, um, I'm not speaking about them when, I, when I'm talking about like... The overuse of the word vibes and like oh you took an l or my favorite one now is ratio which is just hilarious because then it's just like it could happen to anybody if you're not familiar with that that must mean you're not on twitter so um by the way please go follow me on twitter uh it's a different nano all right on twitter it's all one word a different nano you'll see my face plastered up there my ugly face with my pretty eyes um, <laughs> that's another thing too, man. Um, I've been, so I got this, I got a message earlier, right? Um, I posted a photo and this girl says, this girl I used to mess with back in the day. Um, she, she messages me and goes, confession. It was the eyes that got me. And I respond with, well, you're not the only one. These are the only things I got going. Like, like appearance-wise, because as as confident and cocky as I am, right? I know what my limit is. Like, I know what this. Like, come on. There's only so many type of women that I can actually bag with <laughs> with being a bald thirty-year-old guy, right? Who, by the way, I don't drive and I won't. I don't plan to. I just don't like being behind the wheel of a car. That's that's just me. You know, and maybe it's just like the New York in me. I don't know. And I'm not even in the city. Like I'm in a very, I'm in a, I'm in a small city. Well, it's not even, yeah, it's a small city, it's a small city. So, you know, and everything's just in close distance. So it doesn't matter. I'll just Uber wherever I need to go. Cause I'm able to do that. Um, and things are in walking distance, but that's neither here nor there. My point being is, you know, you gotta know your limits, you know? Because I see a lot of people online that feel as though that their online persona translates to real life. And unfortunately, that's just not, that's not a, a, a true, like, scenario. That does not happen. Your online persona shouldn't, especially if it's like a fake persona or you're just trying too hard to prove what type of person you are. It's it's not it's not conducive into it's not conducive to people that are trying to figure out the real you. I always tell people that like when I'm posting things on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, which I barely rarely ever use, so you can follow me on that too. Um, you know, you can follow me on yeah. You know what? Don't follow me on IG. I'm not even gonna. IG is just so useless to me. Um, it's not useless to, to to view, you know, some some booty, because uh, that's what IG is basically for the aesthetics, the aesthetics. Um, but 
you know, other than, other than that, uh, shit, I just literally, like, lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so your online persona should not, it, like, that should be something that you represent, you, you should be representing yourself as real as possible, like, like, I joke a lot, and I joke often, the problem is people don't know how to, cause, like, take that as, like, take those things as jokes, because they don't know how to read, you can't read tone, some, well, sometimes, you can't read tone on the internet, and it's very tough to be able to, you know, crack some certain jokes without people not realizing that, hey, it's, it's a joke, and most people don't realize certain things are actual jokes, and that's just gonna tie into my next, um, to this next topic, which is, can we all just stop with the complaining about comedians like just stop it's not necessary you guys are bitching and moaning about everything when it comes to comedians everything and it makes no sense like of course of course these like you got comedians that are going to say some outlandish things of course you're going to hear certain jokes about certain communities especially when certain communities are non-stop butthurt about these jokes when they're just jokes and that's the thing people don't understand like i i can point out so many jokes that i've heard about puerto ricans me being a puerto rican right me being a puerto rican i have heard so many jokes that more often than not they're not even jokes about puerto ricans they're usually just telling me that i'm mexican when i'm puerto rican and that's their version of a joke that's just everyday people but i've heard professional comedians make hilarious puerto rican jokes not once have i ever felt offended the reason why is because i understand what their job is what their career is is to get a laugh is to talk about things in a certain way where hey you can laugh at this just know it's a fine line in how you handle it right um just the way you deliver it you know your choice of words um and that's really that's really what that comes down to is your choice of words when you tell these jokes because it's it's hard to to um to listen to comedians that like they curse a lot a lot like every every two you know every two lines there's an f-bomb and things of that nature um which is why uh also shout out to dry bar comedy um that's a youtube channel i, I suggest y'all check out there's a bunch of great comedians on there and it, they, there's no cussing so it's like it's family friendly you can you can put it on in the household and, and your kids can watch um so you know your kids are teenagers and things like that you know you, you adults can watch and enjoy and these are actually good com these are good comedians um but even then the jokes there are are just done as you know they're they're done tastefully jokes that are done tastefully even with a little bit of edge to them they work but when we're in a society now that is just so entitled to like your like everybody's so entitled to how they're supposed to be feeling like it's not it's not realistic because the truth of the matter is and i hope i hope parents understand this too like i don't have kids but that does not mean <laughs> 
some of you are going to hate me for this. Some people are going to be like, you're so wrong on that. Just because I don't have kids does not mean that I don't know how you should be raising kids. Because, newsflash, everyone was a kid and everyone remembers how they were raised and what were the do's and don'ts, what worked, what didn't work. You know, obviously, you got certain things that you have to be mindful of when when it comes to, you know, your kids particularly because there might be some things that are, you know, that they're going through that other kids don't go through. Like, you know, just abnormal things that they don't go through. You know what I'm saying? Um, So it's not like everyone should raise their kids how I think. It's just a matter of, like, there's certain simple things that you should just tell your child. Like, hey, Timmy... Timmy, son, let me, come here, come here, we'll just, come here, let, me, let, let Papa talk to you, just want to, just want to tell you something, Timmy, okay, <sighs> the world doesn't give a fuck about your feelings, they're not going to care if you cry, they're not going to care if you're laughing, they're not going to care if you're smiling, they're not going to care, the people that do care, surround yourself with those people, but don't ever let the outsiders, the ones that don't care, affect you. Don't let them affect your mind state. You do what you're supposed to do and ignore them. See how that seems like a very logical way of doing things? And I know some of you are probably thinking... Well, it's not that easy. It's not, you know, kids are going to do what they want. Okay. Let me explain something to a lot of y'all. Um, my mother raised me, the like, my mom and my father, right? My mother and my father, um, you know, just obviously, they're, they're not together. There was all, there was issues. I was like a test run, pretty much. Even though they had my sister a few years, just a few years after. We're all like three years apart. Even even then, I was just a test run. All of us firstborns, if you got multiple siblings, we're all test runs. We're all failed experiments, usually. Like, my sister, way more successful than me. Way more. And I have no issue with that. Because I understand where my parents' mindset was as I was growing up. So I appreciate a lot of different things in a different, like, in a different way. Right? And, and I view things in a certain, in a different, in a different light. Um, but where I'm going with this is, my mother raised me with certain just morals and values that I really take, that I really take with me everywhere I go. I'm the same person no matter where I go. I don't care what the situation, environment is. I've been in every type of environment you could probably think of. And I'm still the same person because I've never felt uncomfortable in who I am, right? My mother instilled instilled that in me when I was young. Um, and I also, you know, learned that, that like, I, as I was growing up, a lot of the discipline that I got, right? Because nowadays you can't beat your kids, apparently. Like you, and when I say beat your kids, I don't legitimately mean beat your kids. Like, just calm the fuck down, guys. Okay? Like, you gotta... Sometimes you gotta lay a hand on your kid. 
when they get out of line. There's been a lot of times where I look back and I'm like, damn, I really did cross the line. Or damn, why the hell did I do that? Of course she was going to fucking whoop my ass. Like, it's stupid to do. And I, I, I appreciate the fact that she did that. Because it kept me out of trouble. It kept me focused on, yo, you got to just... You, you, you have to be as good of a person as you possibly can be. Stay out of trouble. Do as best as you can. Right? All of us were raised like that. All of us. Like me and my sibling, we all had the hand on us. None of us have a bad record. None of us ever been locked up. None of us ever committed any crimes. None of us has ever been in uh, situations where, you know, it... It, it almost broke us. I mean, well, there were, because, but that's just like personal, you know, that's internal stuff, you know? Um, it's just like nowadays I feel like everybody needs to be coddled because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, you have to protect your babies and things like that from the world, even though the world's going to literally devour them once you let them out there. Because a lot of these 2,000 babies, they're not built for nothing. A lot of them are soft. A lot of them get hurt online from cyberbullying, which is not a real thing. And a lot of them end up, in, because social media is such, takes such a precedence and is such a powerful thing, that it's gotten to a point where it literally affects the mental health of a lot of 2000 babies us 90s and 80s babies we don't this at least most of us right this social media it does not crack my brain it doesn't crack my feelings there is nothing you could do to ever make me waver because it's social media media like Y'all gotta. I grew up in the era of roasting sessions. I grew up in an era where your mama jokes was handed back and forth. I grew up in the era where we handled things with our hands. There was no shootouts. Okay, like when you had a problem, we rolled up and we said, "All right, let's throw the hands." You know, if you said something out, if you said something out of line and you didn't, you know, apologize, take it back, or things of that nature. We threw the hands. Nowadays, you got two thousand. These two thousand babies are overly anxious, overly aggressive, overly emotional. They're overly over the top, which is why I think at this point the human race is literally just getting weaker and crazier day in and day out. It makes no sense as to why we're just going down this like we're going on a backwards road. That's what it's, we're going backwards like right now. We're just taking steps back as a human civilization. I know that may be a little extreme to say, but in reality, it probably isn't. Like, we care more about people's personal, like your own personal feelings as opposed to, what, as opposed to you know, y'all know, know the whole um, the saying, what's good for the goose maybe ain't good for the gander. That's exactly what this is. Like, just because, you know, kid A needs to 
feelings protect. It doesn't mean that the rest of the uh, uh, kids need that. They may need to be thrown out, and, and, and they need they need to learn what it's really like. Like being sheltered isn't gonna help you at all. It just ain't. Makes no damn sense at all. Um, but I mean, I that's just my take. I, I honestly do believe that. Um, I do believe that us '90s babies, like we. <sighs> I was thinking about this, right? We grew up in, in a perfect, like in the greatest era, like music wise. I feel like fashion was so dope. Um, you know, just movies were crazy. Uh, uh, the cartoon, everything just about the 80s and 90s just had like just this very positive force. And I almost feel like that because of that. Once the 2000s hit, it was like, oh, and we are going to just shut everything. Like, all the things that you loved growing up are gone. Like, and, and not gone in the sense of, like, you can't find those things, but gone as in, like, the joy is not there anymore. You know, I don't even see joy. Like, kids nowadays don't even really watch cartoons like that. They're just, they get tablets and iPhones at the age of eight. I didn't get a cell phone until I was... 16 I think and it was a T-Mobile joint the little antenna on the top all that and then, well actually technically it was Nokia brick phone first the Nokia phone that literally could not break and then I, then I had a T-Mobile antenna joint um but man they you know these kids just get they get thrown into the fire when it comes to social media immediately at such a young age <sighs> but you know let's let's just enough of that nonsense um Da, 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 da. Um, da, da, da. Uh, also, uh, us '90s babies will whoop all you 2000 babies' ass. I just, I just want to throw that out there, okay? Like, y'all just, y- y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. And if any of you 2000 babies talk about you, gonna, you, you'll just pull up with a strap. You hush, okay? That just proves my point. All right. Um. Uh, anyway. Let's see, let's see, let's see. What are we on today? Well, tonight, like I said, it's a late night episode. It's 10.57 p.m. Um, and uh, I do have a uh, a song that I, uh, not necessarily, I guess, a song, but, um, hold on, there you are, an artist that I want everybody to check out. I'm pretty sure you've seen him on TikTok. Uh, or on the Instagram reels and all that because that's how you know you're that's how you basically are advertising your music and things of that nature uh, MRG uh, I'm gonna play a snippet of it uh, hopefully I can, hopefully it stays on here if it doesn't I'll just edit this part out um, so but uh, this is this is just the, the a quick little snippet from uh, MRG uh, he's from New York I'm pretty sure y'all have heard this. Alright, so just a moment. Circle too big, don't need no friends. Every nigga bleed, don't fear no man. Lost way too many people this year. That's why I give flowers whenever I can. Two lips, pull out Shazam like who this? If I ain't the man, then who is? I ain't your man, girl, cool it, cool it. Yeah, got two chains on, I'm a two shit. Me and Sick Plotting and Roof Chris. Had a chick in the rehab, I'm too lit, too lit. Yeah, on the dime, bitch, I'm the head, fake, I'm a check. Y'all playing sad, cause I ain't forget. Look, I said, no, it's a book, it's 
Alright, so uh, that's MRG Money Come. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, that's just a dope track, bro. Uh, I was just dan- I was dancing to that earlier, you know, just getting you know, get my groove on and all that shit. Uh, you know, where's you from? I'm from New York. Bitch, you me dumb. Uh, so you know, shout out to MRG because I literally like came across the TikTok of that song and like it just it pulled me in immediately. Uh, so, you know, and he's New York all the way and clearly, you know, represented for the Spanish Latinos and all that. So shout out to MRG. Um, he, he's got his music on Apple, Spotify, all that shit. So, you know, shout out to him. Um, but that's a, that's a song I wanted to go ahead and let y'all know about. <sighs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So what's going on? Um, let's, uh, I'm not. Nope. I'm not touching that um, topic at all. Um, what? Oh, that ain't cool. Um, apparently, Dave Chappelle was on Drink Champs. Dave Chappelle Black Star Drink Champs episode won't air as planned. I don't understand why. Uh, let me go check out. Let me check out this article. Uh, this article is from uh, Real One Hundred Three Point Nine. So. And the article states that, uh, says this, it says, um, according to a report, uh, page six published on, actually today, look at that, a source from uh, Dave Chappelle's camp said that the episode is currently on hold at Chappelle's request amid the recent outbreak of, ah, so that's why. So Dave Chappelle basically made a moral decision as to, um, Oh, it was supposed to be Talib Kweli and and uh, uh, Yasling Bay. Okay, um, that's a great dang. That's a crazy trio. I mean, I, it's makes sense. Um, I thought it was just literally just gonna be Talib Kweli because they said Black Star, and I was like Talib, right? Just Talib. Um, but yeah, so apparently he just you know he said that it would be, just be tone deaf to air the episode at that time because obviously being that it's Dave Chappelle, it's gonna gain a lot of traction, a lot of attention. Uh, so shout out to Dave Chappelle for just you know having such a heart and the 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 wherewithal to say you know what let's not let's hold this. It's just you know let's not put something out. I this is not important. The, you know the things that have happened in Buffalo and Texas around that time it would just be ill time to put it out that's basically what this comes down to so um, shout out to Dave Chappelle uh, for that uh, that's just that's just something that a real one's gonna do um, but yeah uh, um What's going on? 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 Uh, everybody is hating. Um, I'm not sure why. Uh, so I, I think I talked about this in the last episode of Jack Carlos album. Um, you know, and I think I told everybody what was my like my go to um, songs on the album, and. Those would be just a moment, just a moment, just a moment. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Alright. So, <clears throat> it had, like I said, it has 15 songs. Uh, I liked, I would say I got, I liked uh, a good amount of it. Um, 
I'll tell you this, I hate the first class song now. I really do. And it's the hook that annoys me, to be honest. Um, uh, but no, it's um, it, it's an overall like good album. Everybody's upset about... Not everybody. Let me not say everybody. But there's some people that are upset about Jack Harlow getting nominated, over a BET, uh, nominated for a BET award over Lil Nas X. <sighs> and here comes the bullshit that I am going to hear from people for a while. Because I got in this debate with people, right? Um, in regards to this. Uh, basically, people are... Well, Lil Nas X tweeted out that, uh, you know, sarcastically... Uh, Jack Carlo nominated for a BET award while I was not. Once again, black excellence. Um, obviously, he said that with a sarcastic tone. <clears throat> um, and, you know, people uh, went the route of, hey, this is discrimination in, in, in a manner because of Lil Nas X's uh, sexual orientation. Um... Jack Harlow being nominated makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, how, how do I want to approach this? Because there's a couple of different ways I can. People have given me the... Um, people have given me the uh, whole, like, obviously Jack is white. Um, so why is he being nominated, nominated for a BET award? I do want to remind people that I, at least at this, at least to my to my knowledge, to my current knowledge, BET is basically a white-owned network. Um. So you know which uh, you know who the irony. Um. Let's see. I just let me let me look this up. As a matter of fact, let me look this up. Who owns? Uh, it okay. Found it. Okay. Okay. So so for. Whoa, that was whoa, that was a long time ago. Okay. Nope, that is not accurate at all. Uh, who owns BT Network in today's age? Okay, so. It's owned by Paramount Media Networks, unit of Paramount Global via BET Networks. Um, prior to that, da, 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 who is so? Who is so? Scott Mills. Let me just see. Scott Mills. Okay, so it's not necessarily a. This is the main. Okay, all right. Now I understand why BET just be playing Baby Boy over and over and over and over. This motherfucker. Bruh, he don't look like he's you know he don't look like he was watching BET uncut. He's a ch no okay all right whatever. So there you go guys. Okay so there's so the the BET CEO is a is a black man black man by the name of Scott Mills. Okay. So Jack Harlow being nominated for a BET award over Lil Nas X created controversy because of Lil Nas X Lil Nas X sexuality. Um. I'm going to tell you flat out like this. Lil Nas X, Montero album, was not 
good enough to receive a BT nomination. Okay? Having a few hits does not guarantee you a nom he's not it has not even been consistent. And the prop and here's what makes me like upset at people that want to debate me on this. Because he He's so he's he's he dabbles in the, in a couple of different sounds, right? Old Town Road was quote unquote country trap, right? He hooks up with Billy Ray Cyrus for a remix, and other people do a remix, um, because a massive hit, kids love it, da 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 da, right? Then he comes out uh, with ironically enough, Industry Baby. Guess who's on Industry Baby? Jack Harlow. What's the issue here? Like what's the uh, like in all reality? Because the, the album itself was not like great. Montero was not great, and that's not to say that Jack Harlow's album was great. But Jack Harlow's album was good. The songs I can play from Jack Harlow's album is are songs that like they're just more they're more relatable in a sense of his storytelling and things of that nature. Whereas with Lil Nas X album, it's it was very personal and you know obviously it's him fully ex you know every, making sure everybody else fully accepts him for who he is, which we do. Shout out to Lil Nas X because he's a social media genius. By the way, the man knows what the hell he's doing when he's when he when he logs into Twitter and he starts cracking jokes or you know being sly. Like he is on point. The man's a genius at it just because you're a genius with the social media does not translate that in the booth guy so yeah you're gonna miss out on a nomination but it's not it's not like you haven't been nominated for awards before like i said you had a hit like a massive hit that transcended all music because nobody was like country is like country music was is one of those things to like um you have to find your artist that that suits you right i feel as though because in hip-hop i feel as though sometimes you don't have to do that you just gotta find the right sound if that makes sense um so when he came out with old town road everybody was playing that yo like it was it was everywhere everybody knows the words is like you know he did something that Gave, that gave us the the you know that made us say okay this this kid he's gonna stay around for a while but when you don't follow up and you just kind of go on with the shenanigans what are we supposed to think like are you in this for the art or are you in this just because you know you have a a, a very you know a, a personality that you know is is a magnet right like are you doing it because you want like the recognition and the attention or are you doing it because you truly love the art and i don't get the i, I don't get that feeling from lil nas x that the art form is is important to him i feel as though the recognition is more important to him um because like i said i mean he only made his only album that's like official album is Montero and the album just did not it, it didn't it didn't it didn't it didn't capture 
a moment. You know what I mean? Like, he, I think, what, there's three songs I liked on his album all together. Montero, um, what else? I think That's What I Want and uh, One of Me. Those three. Because I love Elton John. Shout out to Elton John. Um, and that's it. And there's 15 songs on here. You're telling me you deserve a nomination? Fam, no. People love your personal story. Alright? People love that you, you, you're funny. You have a, a real personality. You're, you're somebody that's so comfortable with being themselves. You know, being themselves. So, I'm not... I'm not saying you can't do that and then get nominated. I'm saying you gotta do that and really What's the you, you just you, you have to throw some conviction. You have to convince a lot of people that you care about this art form. Like um Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, like, think about it this way. The, the thing that he said about his Old Town Road hit, he said he was just kind of bored. That's what he told Apple Music. I wanted to put something up, so that's what I did. Old Town Road was made because he was bored. So is there a real love for this art form? Because he's only put out one out. It's been a whole year, which I understand that, you know, album, you know, the, the time between albums... Um, you kind of get a nice good grace period nowadays because of how you can manage your fan base via social media and, and kind of keep them waiting for you but because of how easily accessible music is and how quick you're able to put music out you're going to get lost you will be misplaced in, in, in not the industry fuck the industry we're not talking industry we're talking about collectively just artists putting out their projects because the way I see it right if I go to right now let's let's go to the, uh, the, the browsing section of like Apple right now I'm just an Apple right now I understand that some people don't like Apple blah blah blah, blah or whatever your reason is um, that's not I don't really care about that but, like, new albums that, that come out. Sci High the Prince just dropped an EP. I haven't even listened to it yet. I uh, have it downloaded. Uh, Christina Aguilera just dropped one. Um, you know, uh, Lil Key did. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Who else dropped something? Who else dropped something? Um. Let's see, and then, and then and then if I look at the coming soon um, uh, albums, you got. I mean, I don't like her. I don't like her music really, but she, at least she she understands the game. Like Lizzo's putting out another project, and this one has twelve songs, right? So she she understands that. That's an, that's another one. And how many how many albums has she had? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh. Yeah, yo, she's she's got three projects out. Yeah, she's got three whole projects out. Okay, well, it's going to be three, but she already has two projects out already. So, 
she understands what she has to do in order to put herself in, in, in the forefront of pop music, right? Carrie Underwood's dropping something. Um, Madonna is fucking, Madonna is dropping a, a remastered, um, basically a, a greatest hits uh, album. You know, this is what you're competing with. Young Boy's about to drop something. And we all know how crazy his fan base is. My point being is that you have to put in the work in order to get the in order to reap the rewards. Obviously, like guys like Young Boy don't really give a shit about the rewards. This man's getting billions of views on YouTube. Okay, he's making money in different ways. Um But overall, the point being is that your work has to actually have an impact. Okay? You, we're not doing this whole like it's because of his sexual orientation thing. We're not. It, it doesn't make any damn sense. Okay? The point is, your body of work is going to de. Like, Jack Harlow has two albums out. Um, there's work that he's putting in. So, yeah, he's going to get nominated for a BET award. And if you're going to throw out the whole like, oh, but he's white, um, y'all should go talk to my guy Eminem. Who's already been nominated for BET Awards multiple times, okay? Nominated for Hip Hop Male Artist of the Year for crying out loud. That's a white guy. I didn't see nobody complaining because we understood his skill set, his talent superseded that skink tone. Jack Harlow is nowhere near M's category. However, he has been rapping for 10 plus years. So yeah, he's going to probably get nominated because of the work he put in, the hits that he has gotten, and the traction that he has been gaining as of lately. The man's getting to the bag, and he's putting himself out there with interviews and you know, touring and you know getting these uh, sponsorships. I mean, the man has a KFC meal out because he's from Kentucky, and that's just easy branding. Like, y- you got to see how this works. I don't see that happening with Nas X. Once he does that, then yeah, you'll get your nominations for BT. So, you know, fix it. Fix how you how you put your albums out. Fix how you manage your music. Do something that pulls people in for your music, not just for the stuff that you say. Okay, and that's not to say that that's the only thing that you do, Nas X. Which I just, I'm not going to lie, man. really hate the fact that your name is Lil Nas X. I wish it was a different name. Because the only Nas I want to acknowledge is Nasir, okay? The man who wrote Illmatic, alright? So it's very tough for me to even say your name, bro. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I got in the whole Jack Harlow, Lil Nas X situation. I think it's just a load of fucking baloney uh, with people thinking that it's about sexual orientation when in reality it's not. And then you got people that are just chiming and saying, you know, we should be all about inclusivity, uh, uh, you know, including people. Um, yeah, include people that's actually putting in the work. Don't just do it out of pity. Like, yeah, hey, he's gay and we don't have any gay members in this you know, in this, in this lineup, so let's just throw him in there, he's not gonna win, but, you know, let's just throw him in, like, we're not doing the pity party thing, like, that's just disrespectful in that sense, okay, uh, just, let's be honest here, let's put in the work, let's get the nominations, let's get the, let's get the awards, let's, you know, reap what you sow, don't complain, do what you're supposed to do, work, 
And that's easy coming from me because I'm not in the industry. I don't know what that's like. But then again, I have yet to find those opportunities when I was younger. When I wanted to, you know, to be a musician, be a rapper and things of that nature. And obviously that didn't work out because most of us want to be rappers and that just doesn't work out. Right? I know when to give up on that type of dream. So that's why I'm here talking instead of rapping. Okay? No more boom bap, put a boom boom bap. Um <clears throat> But yeah, uh, I'm done with the with with, with that. Um uh it, wait, Journey's putting out an album? <clears throat> Excuse me? Alright, okay, alright, Journey's gonna pull out an album, you know. Alright. On a midnight train and it goes on and on and on and on. Danger. <laughs> uh, white people love that shit. Um Let's see. Uh what are we doing? 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 Um <clears throat> Oh, um Wait, wait, did I just lose it? Did I just lose it? Don't make me lose it. Don't make me lose it. Don't, 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 don't. Um, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Did I just lose it? Did I just lose it? Please don't tell me I lost it. Please don't tell me I lost it. Uh, I'm just looking at this. Uh, I wanted to bring up this particular article uh, in regards to, um, uh, not in regards to, like, music, right? But more so on... Who, or how, or how, like, how do I want it? I don't even. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to break this down in a way where people like understand. Um. Apple and Spotify both have different ways of putting your music out on the forefront, right? Some people pay to have their faces plastered on the front. Some people just have the the cachet to be able to just have, you know, because then it helps Apple out because, hey, we got this artist that comes exclusively on our platform or Spotify. You know, we got this artist that's exclusively on our platform um, and things of that nature. But I honestly do wish there was a way where these companies would, would, would kind of come together and say, hey, let's just find out a way where we can, you know, push this music out together so that way there's not this divisive gap in between us because we all know there's certain artists that just goes where the bag goes and then those streaming platforms don't get that and some people don't like messing with one streaming service versus another so i just want to throw that out there um uh let's talk about remy ma Remy Ma, shout out to Remy Ma, man. Um, that's the queen right there. Uh, shout out to Papoose as well. Uh, it's one of the kings of New York, king, one of the kings of the boroughs. Um, so shout out to him. Um, that's a power couple, forever and ever. Uh, and Remy's just a real one. So, Remy Ma has a. Uh, if you don't know, um, and this is about to be some battle rap talk right now, okay? And for those of you who know, I've done, I did a battle rap uh, podcast, battle rap radar. You can check out my interviews on YouTube. Just type in battle rap radar, all all one word, um, and uh, you'll see King Nano interviews, such and such, blah 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 blah. Okay, and I have a couple of great interviews on there with my two co-hosts um, from back in the day, Queen Prophet and my boy X. Shout, uh, shout out to both of them. Shout out to my guy X. Um, 
haven't talked to him in a long time, but I hope he's doing well. Uh, anyways, uh, Remy Ma has a female league, okay, an all-female league, and it is called Chrome 23, and it's a great look for battle rap, man. It's a great look for battle rap. Um, Remy Ma basically uh, wanted to do this to be more involved in the culture than she already was because she was showing up at events for Smack and, and just and just being there as a co-host, you know, listening to these amazing talented MCs do what they need, you know, do what they need to do on that stage. And battling is such a hard thing to do. I know because I've done it. Um, I've, I've been in battle rap tournaments. Um, you know, I I just battled for fun and things of that nature, and it's tough. It, it really is because you you don't get do overs in that, in that. So for Remy Ma to put herself in a position where she can pay these um, pay these women, you know, substantially and, and give them legitimate exposure, uh, all the while you know making sure they're building up their brand and you know just just putting an impact in the game and, and letting the world know like yo the, there's some there's some women out there that can really wrap their ass off and they can beat you in a battle bad. You know, so I think it's just dope that she's doing that. Um, we got uh, uh, the UM5 Ultimate Madness 5 tournament uh, that's happening currently. Um, we just witnessed JC versus Head Ice. That was uh, that battle took place a little bit later in the night, so we couldn't watch it live. We had to watch the actual re uh, the recording of it. Um, and ah, come here, bus. Let's go. My yeah, my dog tripping. Um, so what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh yeah, Ultimate Madness Five. So JC versus Head Ice. Um, great, great battle. Um, Man, uh, JC was just going off. Head Ice had an amazing second round, a great first round uh, as well. The third fell a little short. Um, so, you know, it, but I, I gave it to JC 2 1. Uh, some people are trying to say 3 0. I just can't give it a 3 0 because that. Because Head Ice's second round was so creative in the angle that he took. Um, even though maybe the bars wasn't as potent as as JC's it was just the creativity the angle they took the presentation um that that won that round for me so JC versus uh head ice that was uh, that was a crazy one uh real sick uh that's uh, uh s i k h like seek um he he battled uh he battled Fonz uh Fonz who's man Man, oh man! Like, so real sick is is amazing. He's an amazing rapper, man. Like his cadence, his pace, the ability to rhyme, um, all the way through. Um, you know, bars, syllables lining up, things of that nature. Amazing rapper flows. Uh, the punchlines, the haymakers. Like, uh, he had a line that said, "You had a dollar in a dream. I had a nickel in a nightmare." You know, a nickel referring to a gun. Um, that was just. Oh my god, that was so crazy. Uh, but Fonz, bruh, Fonz had punches upon punches upon punches upon punches. And he really, he, he just showed levels, man. He just showed levels. And I just can't believe that it was, it, it was tough, man. Like, those are one of those battles that I kind of wish nobody lost. 
because it was such an amazing battle. But in this tournament, there's official wins and official losses. You know, you either advance or you don't. And the tournament uh, altogether is for 100K, right? So it's for 100K. So, you know, somebody's got to lose. Judges got to, you know, the judges have to make a decision. And they did. They went with Fonz. Um, and like I said, tough decision, man. Great battle overall. Shout out to Fonz. Uh, he already he won the, the first ever Ultimate Madness um, tournament. So... Yeah, so he 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 won that and, and the first ever Ultimate Master. So he's coming back to win another one. So uh, and I think I called it UM Five, which I don't even think this is the fifth Ultimate Madness. So I might be tripping. Um, this has got to be the third, I believe, right? Third UMC UM Three, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Um, or I'm, I don't know, man. My my timing is off on everything. Clearly. But, um, yeah, so th those are the two of the battles, and I'm missing one other battle. I know I'm missing one other battle. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me see if I can find um, the tournament. Where's the bracket at? Where's the bracket at? Where's the bracket, 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 bracket? Um, okay, okay, so the battles that night was... Uh, yeah, like I said, Fonz was real sick. Um, Fonz won that one. Oh, Rum Nitty vs. Swamp was insane. Rum Nitty has gotten to this... If you don't know who Rum Nitty is, do yourself a favor. Go YouTube that. Go YouTube that, man. Just just YouTube the Rum, a Rum Nitty compilation. And then just be amazed at the penmanship. Be amazed at the way that he puts together all of these... Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Alright, I'm going to cut that big space right there. Um, Rum Nitty's just amazing, bro. Um, just be amazed at what he's able to, to say, the punchlines that he comes up with, the type of things that he just creates is is just other work. He's an alien for real, bro. Like, you know how there's like... Like, we have this thing in hip-hop. You got killers, and then you got aliens. And this man is a straight-up alien. Things that he said that no one's ever thought of before. And yet, sometimes the line be like, yo, why didn't I think of that? Like, that's how dope he is. But he battled Swamp. Swamp is from Carolina. Swamp was one of those battle battlers that I was like, Ugh. You know, like, there's just something about him that doesn't resonate that doesn't resonate with me, right? Until this battle. Where he leveled the hell up. And beat Rum Nitty. And it's hard for me to say that because Rum has so many amazing lines. But the problem is he's in this space now where he's almost too good to judge. You see what I'm saying? Like I can't. I can't. It's like it's like it's like it's like if um if Vince Carter, right? If he did a dunk, if he did a dunk competition three times, right? Like year after year after year, you'd be like at some point somebody else has got to win. You just have to give the award somewhere else. Or like when LeBron wins MVP almost every year when he when he basically does deserve it almost every year. Because in reality, every time he leaves a team, what happens? That team's in shambles for a little bit. 
because he is that important of a player and that valuable of a player. But you can't keep giving him the, um, you know, you can't keep giving him the award. Somebody else has to win that award. So that's why I feel like Rum Nitty is in, he's in the LeBron space where he's won so many times and amazed us so many times it's almost like all right man like i don't know what else you want us to do like we you're that great we just don't know like it's you, you gotta it it's it's almost impossible to surprise us anymore like we're we're so impressed it's like uh well you know he's here here's romniti again just being being a goat being 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 the greatest battler of all like i don't it, it sucks when you're this that good and you're not comparable anymore. You're so otherworldly now. Like, he's gotten to that space. And he deserves to have that type of respect put on his name. I'll just, I'll, I'll just say that. Um, Truefoe versus Sheed happens. Um, Sheed won. Um, Truefoe uh, stumbled, I believe. Uh, at least I think that's correct. Um... Uh, but you know that so we're gonna have it's gonna be a crazy crazy battle um soon like it's gonna get it's gonna get wild bro um let me see uh other other battles that are going to happen soon gnome 12 gnome 12 night of main events 12 this is not tournament based this is literally a like you know I guess you could call it like one well, you, you know a pay-per-view event even though it's not pay-per-view it's gonna be live on caffeine for free um let's see you are able to buy tickets and, and go see this event I believe it's in Atlanta uh no I lied it's actually in Houston uh the Bayou Music Center uh July 9th Saturday July 9th it is Tay Rock versus T-Top I'm pretty sure that is going to be the main event um all together so that's that's one and you're, uh there's another um battle happening but it's not on gnome it's uh it's a one-off if you don't know what a one-off means that just basically means it's just a you know just a battle that's just got put together uh, to be part of a uh you know like a side card like it's gonna happen but it's not related to the tournament um it's gonna be your honor versus steams um, shout out to your honor. He's super creative, hilarious, um, star power through the roof. Uh, so, you know, I'm just, I'm not shocked that he's back in his bag. Um, he's battling Steams. Steams is a, Steams is, is, is different with the way he sets up his, his, his metaphors and his punchlines. Um, shout out to Brooklyn cause he's from Brooklyn full, full through, um, your honor being from dc uh so you know shout out to those two that's gonna be a fun battle to watch um and it's Ryder also versus slade shout out to Ryder and slade um kid slade is dope dope as hell um uh and also snake eyes versus stumbles uh that's gonna be fire uh also so we got some good battles coming up, uh, and that's on June 18th. And uh, also, I, I I was right originally. It's Ultimate Madness Five. Um, damn, time flies by fast, bro. Like fast. Um, uh, why? 
Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that. That's the battle stuff that we that you know that we got to cover. Um, yeah. So that that's what's happening right now, and I'll review. Um, you know, I'll review the uh, the battles after they are done. Um, uh, what else is going on? D.L. Hughley found himself again <laughs> in the news. Um, apparently, there's still beef between D.L. Hughley and Monique. You know, um, for whatever reason, altogether. Um, Even gonna get into this. this seems like it's a, it's a messy scenario. I ain't getting into that. Nope, not happening. Sorry, you you guys can you guys can go look at that your damn self. Um, yeah, I'm just not. No, people are too messy, bro. Like, I really don't get it. Uh, like, what's the point of doing all that shit publicly to people? You know, and just trying to ruin reputations and things of that nature. I just never understood that. Uh, I. Nah, man. I can't publicly humiliate somebody like that. I don't care what they did to me. I I, I go to people in person. You know, um, just I'm not that. I'm I'm just I've never been that type. You know, like I've never been the type to to be to do social media. Um, bullshit where I, I'm embarrassing somebody else or I'm exposing whatever um, which also I hate that word like oh you got like people don't even use the word expose correctly anymore like who like you sometimes you're not even exposing anything you're just you're stating something that you know that people probably assumed in the first place you're not exposing nothing like oh you get you got ex, you know you got exposed in the DMs like no 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 I, I pretty much expected that person to do that not really an exposed situation, but you know, whatever. Um, <sighs> let's see what else is going on in the world today. What is happening? What like what is occurring? Um, uh, let's see. iOS 16 um, is 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 coming out soon. I usually get the beta and stuff, but I've had some terrible luck with betas um like i believe it was the ios 15 um beta that was fucking up my phone or ios 14 beta that was fucking up my phone at one point i was like you know what i i'm just gonna wait because this this is it's not happening i'm not doing this um let's see let's see let's see um oh gosh You know, I have a lot of friends that still watch wrestling to this day, and honestly, I feel as though I've missed out on wrestling so much that I can't go back and watch. You know, like I can't, I can't actually enjoy it as I did as a, as I, when I was a kid. You know, like I, I can, but I don't think I will. The reason why is because I understand what wrestling is now. I'm not talking about like. You know, when people be like, oh, this is fake. Like, duh. 
like you know some of it is fake but in reality a lot of them are getting extremely like hurt like i just saw what's his name was it cody cody something uh on, on aew have a torn pectoral like his that, sh- that shit was looking crazy his pec was all like you could see it like it was just bruised and battered and, and, and you could see like blood just definitely just like popped in the inside and this whole thing's purple like the side of his chest is purple like and he and apparently he won the title so shout out to him but damn um but that but i say that to say like i don't think i could keep up with the amount of new wrestlers personas and and, and storylines that are happening i just feel like it wouldn't I feel like as as someone that appreciated wrestling so much and loved it when I was younger, I just wouldn't find the same joy in watching it again. You know what I mean? So that's something um, that I just kind of wanted to throw out there. Uh, just it's really hard to it's really hard to even try to get back um, into that, to be honest. So, all right, let's see. Um, uh, you know what? Um, now at at this point, we're just gonna. Well, that's something I think I'm gonna have to. Huh. Um. Before I go, I'm just gonna end on this note. You know, and this is gonna be really odd, but hey, why not? Uh, apparently, rescue rats with bat packs are trained to sniff out earthquake survivors. What? Rats are being trained to be sent into earthquake debris wearing tiny bat packs so that rescuing teams can talk to survivors. Seven rats have been trained so far, taking two weeks to get them up to speed. If y'all could see the picture of this rat right now, um, apparently drinking some water. Um, first of all, this rat's jacked. Like, I don't, like the bicep on this rat is crazy. Um, I, I guess we're in the... That's... I, I don't even know what to say. Like, imagine if you're just underneath some rubble and a, and a rat just came to you and you just hear a mic or you just hear somebody talking on that, you know, through the, the microphone in the backpack, the speaker in the backpack. Like, I know some people that would just freak the fuck out and probably kick the rat, right? And then now look, now, you, now you're going to die because of your fear of a rat we do some crazy things as humans like we train some gnarly ass animals to do some shit bruh like you know I still to this day don't understand how an elephant knows how to paint cause apparently there's some animal like elephants just know naturally how to paint what they visualize in their head and it's insane to me like I just don't animals are geniuses to be honest they're smarter than people in my opinion um, because, you know, unfortunately people have feelings and that goes, you know how that goes. Um, but yeah, uh, so other than that, I'm gonna get the hell out and ha- get the hell on out of here. Um, get some sleep and shit like that. Um, 
Oh, shit. Yeah, my body's killing me, man. I'm trying to... I'm going to go do a men's basketball league at some point. Uh, I've been practicing on my game, so, you know... Just working, just working, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but other than that, I want everybody to um, have a great time. Okay, enjoy yourselves. Be, you know, try to be as happy as you can be. Don't let the negativity and the crazy people in this world dictate um, your mind and the positivity that you carry around yourself. Um, be safe out there. Keep your head on a swivel. You know, because you never know what's going to happen in this day and age. And it really sucks that it has to be that way. But that's just how it is. Um, So, uh, everybody, you know, love y'all. You know, do what you're supposed to be doing. And you already know I'm going to catch you on the next episode. I'm out.